0: Welcome out there in podcast land to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. My name is Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so glad that you are with us today as we get a step closer to Halloween. Oh uh, yes. So we kind of have uh, uh, an interesting pick for you today. It's my pick. I picked Papa Roach's Infest. With all the bugs and the craziness and raw. Oh.
1: So, on that note, are you dressing up for Halloween? I Have to ask. Uh no.
0: Well, no. I mean, like for you know, I will. I, I have a Halloween shirt that I will wear right. to school, okay. and that's 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 the extent of me dressing up.
1: Are you celebrating any other way? You uh, with uh, Halloween songs with your students or? Oh
0: yeah, we we yeah. listen to a, a, a song called "Pumpkin Bones" by uh, Quaver, and you can look it up on YouTube. Quaver's "Pumpkin Bones" and nice. It's actually very catchy and. And I hate
1: that I love it. <laughs> that probably sounds better than this album. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, come on now. <laughs> Not to jump ahead too much. Not but to uh, jump ahead. <laughs> but we, uh, I had again, to throw that
0: in there. I apologize. My pick for this week is Papa Roach's Infest. I, I, you know, people out there listening, we have to understand something about ourselves. Is we, we go through life and we have different tastes and we find albums that we enjoy and love and That we listen to later on in life and we're like, why did I listen to this? But this, this, Jeremy, however, is a record that I still stand by. I still say is the greatest new metal record that ever came out. Better than anything Korn ever did. Better than anything Limp Biscuit ever did. This album, Infest by Papa Roach, is a great record. And I dare you to
1: disagree with me. I will disagree with, well, sorry. I don't doubt anything that you just said in terms of new metal and things like that. It's just not my cup of tea. It should be your cup of tea. This should be everybody's cup of tea because this is an amazing record. Now, it sounds really good. So it yes. is really well recorded. It is produced well. Um, I, I just, I think, yeah, it sounds great sonically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. After that, you know, the lyrics, I think, are good in terms of uh, they kind of speak about society and struggle yeah. and maybe a lot of inner, let's say, I don't want to say demons, maybe just inner demons, inner yeah. thoughts, but then also talking about others and things like that. So yeah. there's some things to, I guess, relate to. Um, musically, that's, I guess, where I have trouble with this, just because it's not my cup of tea. But. And that's fine. Let me give you a little bit of
0: background information, at least on this record. Infest... Uh, by Papa Roach. Papa Roach is a band from Vacaville, California. Now, that has that's really close to my heart because that's where my family lives. A good chunk of my family on my, my father's side lives in Vacaville, California. So I have that little bit of connection there. When I first heard this band, I did not know that. I, I found that out later on in life. You know. Where is this
1: near, Vacaville? Sorry, I don't know. The
0: Vacaville area. is just south of Sacramento. It's kind of like, uh, I think it's it's about 30, 35 minutes south of Sacramento. It's you know not too far from San Francisco as well. But uh, yeah, it, you would relate more to uh, Sacramento than gotcha. San Francisco. Okay, cool. So they are a new metal band that came out of the depths of – the hot area of Vacaville. And they basically recorded what I consider to be, as I said before, the greatest new metal album ever. And the reason why I feel like this album stands out, it sold three million copies. So that's that's not a I mean, come on, you can't you can't deny that it hasn't hit something with some people. Because you wouldn't sell that many records. It is, it is just, oh man, it's a beautiful piece of music. I just I love it. Uh, again, a little bit more background. It was it was nominated for a Grammy. It came out on DreamWorks Records, um, and nothing that Papa Roach has ever written has come anywhere close to this, and there's a reason for that. Hmm. The reason is because before the recording of this album, Papa Roach released a bunch of demos. They recorded a bunch of different things. They they tried to record their own self-produced album. This is basically a greatest hits record of all their demos, all the songs that they spent years working on and perfecting, which is why this record is perfect.
1: Yeah, there's a, I don't know if it's a famous quote or just that thought that you get your whole life to to write your first album yes, and then a year to write your next album. Yep. <laughs> so that's why the sophomore slump is a thing. Not just, not because you're a bad musician or anything, but yeah, I, I can definitely see that, that... uh it could be a struggle to write the next album.
0: Oh yeah, and I would say the the vast rest of Papa Roach's career has been that slump. Now I'm I'm sure they're good people. Um, but yeah, this is this is a great record. It's their best selling record too. So again, and this is and what year did it come out in? Two thousand.
1: Two thousand, wow.
0: Yep. So so right okay. there at the peak, the, the the coming of the whole new metal genre starting in what, nineteen ninety eight, really starting to pick up steam. 2000 was, I, I would say, its high point. And this record was a part of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it, it sounds really good, too. So, really well recorded. And it's definitely polished. So, it, it's good that. It is you know, very polished. Yeah, it might not have uh, it might not stand the test of time in terms of quality if it was home demos, things like that. So I'm happy Correct. that at least we have great recordings of this.
0: But you're right; it does it, it when it comes to different categories of music. It does hit the new metal, it hits regular metal, hard rock, it hits rap, hip hop, and it also hits a little teeny teeny bit of reggae, and just a, a smidge of that. Very small smidge. But uh, this is probably Papa Roach's album that has the most rapping on it, and coming from somebody who loves 311 and the the hip hop that comes with 311. Now I've had people ask me before, like Ryan, you say you like hip hop, but you know the the music that you put on here has not been hip hop based music, and I'm like, okay, I like hip hop music. I love Tribe Called Quest, uh, KRS-One, um, Public Enemy. I love these artists. Okay. But I like the rock music that goes with, you
1: know, hip
0: hop. That that's what really grabs me. Less of samples, I guess. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, and I I guess if I struggle with something with this album in particular, um, it's the that rap influence. And I'm not okay. against rap. I just don't like how they utilize it for these songs.
0: I, and I can appreciate that. Some of it is spot on, and some of it's not not necessarily connecting well, and then there's certain ones where you'll you'll hear a line and you'll think to yourself, oh, wait, that didn't really work well, until you hear the next line, and it's like, ah, that actually gels well together. So, Jeremy, I can tell you hate this record. Tell me why. Why do you hate this record? Go on into details. What's the best song? What's the worst song? Let me hear it.
1: Yeah, so it will not be a, an album that I really ever listen to ever again. So That's it is my fair. thriller compared to what you mentioned a few episodes ago. Yeah, you
0: know, and I I think I alluded to the fact that I was gonna pick a record that I I knew you would
1: absolutely despise. Okay. And if this is it, then we'll get it out of the way. And that's sounds good. Okay, that's good. Okay. Making sure it's not not another one coming. (laughs) So no, I I I am joking a bit, but I it just uh I never really took to the band or the songs when they were on the radio a lot. Right. I mean last resort, if you were alive in the early two thousands and maybe even now, too. And yep. You listen to radio, you will hear Last Resort. And, yes. Uh, if I have to pick you know, the song that might be, and this is where I differ a little bit for this album for me, maybe the best song might be Last Resort, and that is the single. Uh, it's not my pick for my favorite song or best song, but I can see why that was the single. It's the catchiest of songs.
0: Yeah, it's a complete ripoff of 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah,
1: like it, 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 I don't know. I can see how it it, it spoke to people. It just um, it, it yeah. I just it, it's again yeah. not my cup of tea. But in terms of, I can see why that song was maybe popular. I think uh, it had some other singles, right? Like between angels and insects. Yep. I think Yep. Broken was the home one. between Broken angels home.
0: and insects, and then the last one, which uh, I think was radio only, was called Dead Cell. Uh,
1: between angels and insects, uh, I, I call that an annoying melody. So um, I was humming it actually right before we hit record for this. So um, it, it, it's, it's catchy because it stays with me. I just, there's certain melodies that I just still don't like. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. It's, a, it's, it's maybe so simple, but there's nothing wrong with simple. Um, it's just, it's like children's songs, you know? They're, oh, they're annoyingly hurts. catchy. They get stuck in your head and it's hard to get out. I've been stabbed. And sorry, yeah, I just don't like that melody at the beginning of that. But anyways, it's okay. um, Yeah, I'm not a fan of the rap rock in this instance. I I don't go too much into rap myself at all. I admit, Um, you know, as far as I go is maybe Red Hot Chili Peppers and 311. I'm just not a rap fan in terms of, um, at least in terms of like this rap rock. I'll say and and other rap too. Um, But in in terms of this new metal rap rock, let's call it. I think it's very angry to where, you know, we covered Siamese Dream before and it it talks about thoughts of suicide and things like that and struggle and, and yes. you know, it's sad. It's, let's say sad, it's uh, alternative rock. And yes. I, that's alt rock. A lot of stuff I listen to, I, I get that. But a lot of these lyrics, just how they're, at least how it's presented in that rap rock fashion. I don't know. It's yeah. very angry instead of a sung melody kind of hiding it. Like we talked about today from Smashing Pumpkins. Yep, It's kind of happy sounding, but then it's got its underlying... It's got a hidden message. Hidden message. And so I, I, I guess I struggle with a lot of these lyrics because there's no hiding anything that they're saying. They're in the song titles. It's very straightforward and nothing wrong with that. It's just...
0: And see, I That's would argue with that. I would argue to a T with that. But that I'll get to that later. You do you right now.
1: We'll go into Broken Home and Revenge. And okay, Snakes so that one
0: Broken Home's pretty like spot on. And okay.
1: Binge and things like that. You look at the title, you go, I, I think I know what's going to be talked about. It's going right? to be angry. Yes, it's going to be angry. Um, so, but if I have to pick one song, I'll start with the one that I think I appreciate most. I'll go with two, and then I'll pick one. But Never Enough and Binge are sung lyrics sung melodies. They're catchy. I did read a little bit into Papa Roach because I was wondering what are they up to now. And I kind of got some idea that they kind of went into the singing style and then maybe coming back to the rap rock. Yes. So I, I think that you know they might have something in that sung singing area. But then funny enough, there's no other album that is as popular as this one. So maybe yeah. not.
0: So the lead singer's name is Jacoby Shaddix. Um, and his voice is actually not bad. Yeah. His singing voice is not bad at all.
1: Yeah, I, I wish they did more of that. Now, you know, maybe still what they're singing about—it's if it's too obvious to me, sometimes I just don't relate to those lyrics. Okay. I need a hidden message, kind of like, oh, that's what they're really saying. Kind of more—I, I'm going to come across really bad when I say this, but a little bit more poetic, in terms of it—it it has to have some type of underlying meaning and meaning, and just not just like. Hey, I'm going to a store I'm going to buy lemonade And then I'm going to go home And then I'm going to drink it (laughs) It should be like Well, lemons are growing in my backyard And then I've got sugar over there Okay You know, I don't know Just for me, for lyrics But anyways Um, But if I had to pick one song I guess I will go with Binge When I drink I mean, the drums sound great. Again, it's well-recorded, well-produced. Um, I <laughs> This is for my wife, because she always she's realized that I always say, um, looking at my notes. So I'm looking at my notes. And for all those <laughs> out there in podcast land, we I, I make notes. Ryan sometimes makes notes as well. And so we just write down notes and uh, just things that we thought about the album and just so we don't forget to say anything. Um, but anyway, so I'm, I'm looking at my notes, I admit, and I, 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 I typed out, Literally, not the best lyrics. <laughs> Sometimes it's funny for me, too, because I'm like, it's just whatever thoughts come out when, um, I'm, when I'm typing out notes. So it, it's still not the best lyrics for me for Binge um, and never enough. But again, if I have to choose one, I like Binge just because of the drums. It kind of reminds me of an old song that we used to play a long, long time ago. Do you remember, maybe, which song with I, the drums? Uh, Aftershock? Uh, I think it was no. called uh, Corner Pocket. Oh, I mean, this is like... That's, wow. Long, long time ago. Long I don't know why, ago. just like a shared uh, experience shared memory. with us. So yeah, shared memory with our friend Matt on drums. So it hey kind of reminded me of that. Um, not my favorite lyrics, but I don't know. It just kind of has a cool sound to it. And um, and I think some people can relate um, to lyric wise, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, cool. And okay. Never Enough has a cool melody as well. And the vocal, it has a nice vocal sound to it. So Gotcha. But if I have to pick one song that I think is the worst... Now, uh, again, I don't like any of the rap rock ones, but they 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 do work. Like, if I'm in that style, I could see that some people, y- you might like it and other people might like it. But so it was actually kind of hard to find the worst song because I go, well, okay. Not to say that they're all bad anyway. a <laughs> way. Um, You're breaking my heart here, uh, I'm man. I'm sorry. It just didn't <laughs> talk to me. I think it's the opening track. We always talk okay. about openers are hard to not choose because it's like, okay, it's the opening track. It's the first one that gets you if you've never heard it, and they usually hit you, right? Yeah, yeah, And this one hits, but it kind of starts a little quiet and kind of hits. But then, I don't know, he's kind of, um, I'll go ahead and say kind of cocky in the
0: lyrics. Yeah, I don't like, uh, it's, it's, so first off, this song, it takes too long to build. Yes. And then the very opening line of the album is horrible.
1: Yeah. So. That's, and it, it can ruin the entire song. So that's that's why it's my pick. I was going through. I go okay. well, okay. That song I might not like it musically, but the lyrics are okay. Or I don't like that song lyrically, but the music's okay. So as I went through it, maybe this would grow on me more and more if if I listen to it uh, more. And maybe I will. Um, and I'll check out more of their later albums too. I, I will admit, just seeing that um, you know they started singing more. But this one, Infest, will take a listen just because of that opening line. And you know, maybe I'll fast forward a little bit so we can hear that. Mr. Dick, if you
0: nasty, rock a mic with a voice that's raspy, and I'm poetic in my operations. My god, give a talentist to rock all the nation. we can't wait to
1: infest. I mean, it's it's mentioning him in the the opening line. It also mentions Papa Roach at some point. Yes. I mean, it's pretty cool though. If you think, okay, the name of the album is Infest. And the name of the song, you know, Infest, Infest. and uh, they have Roach in their title. So yes. um, I, I think that's kind of cool how it does go together. But when I listen to a new album, I'll listen to the first song, give it a few minutes maybe. And I don't know if I, as I listen to this again, I go, no, that is definitely my my pick for worse. <laughs> Just because it's a little too cocky and it would probably make me go next and maybe not even listen to the rest.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not the, sh- yeah, it has not aged well. I'll, I'll, I'll When I was younger and a teenager, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Uh no, 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 it has not aged well. You're right.
1: And I think musically, it's not as strong as the other songs, too. So I think just as an opener, I guess it's got that kind of build, which they thought, oh, this could be good. But again, if this is the first one that people are going to listen to, you kind of want to catch them. And there's a whole debate of do you start kind of quiet for an album? Do you start loud? But I think on, on an earlier album, this was their first, I guess, mainstream. Yes, it say. was.
0: Technically, their second recorded album, but first mainstream. Yes.
1: Yeah. So you kind of need to catch everybody off guard and just kind of hit them. And yeah, maybe when it comes in, I kind of listen to the you know some of the music now. Like, okay, it's it's all right once the the band comes in, but still, I think all the other songs beat this, and I would pick a different that, opener.
0: That's totally fair. I I completely I can see that and understand. Yeah, totally fair. So it, yeah, any it, other
1: thoughts there? It's um yeah it's again just not my cup of tea. As I listen to it more, it grew on me a little bit. I will admit. More so the Never Enough and Binge. I go, okay, I kind of like it. And it just sounds really good. So again, if it was poorly recorded, it would not stand the test of time. And I probably wouldn't listen to it. But I I might actually use this. It's got like detuned bass and things like that. It's a good maybe reference for this style of music. Yeah, It's very polished, very clean. Um, I will not buy it. Um I I'm, I, I I'm think, shocked. I, I thank you for maybe giving it to me and getting me to listen to this to to fully listen to it because because I probably have not listened to the album outside of the singles and so thank you for doing that. And but see, it's just not my cup of tea.
0: You're a more well-rounded musician now because you've heard this record.
1: Yeah, or sorry, I'll, I'll sure I guess maybe <laughs> let's call it that. I guess, but I'll say not my cup of coffee because everybody knows we, we like we coffee. love coffee. So, but anyways, so now. Your thoughts? Obviously, you like it, but oh yeah, I, I love this record. Destiny.
0: I still love it after all these years. Uh, first off, I just need to let you know Papa Roach is named after uh, the guy's grandfather, uh, whose name was Roach, you oh, know, but okay. like spelled a little bit differently. Uh, so they called him Papa Roach, and they named the band after him. So that's kind of a cool little trinket. Uh, yes, this this album is very well recorded, very well produced. It is very clean. Um, it's, as, as heavy and, 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 and crunchy as the guitars are, it's very clean. You can hear the different instruments, which I think is really cool. Uh, lyrically, not always the strongest. However, however, I do think that this record, as much as I said, like it, it came out at the pinnacle of like that new metal stuff. I feel like this record has spoken to the future. And let me explain in this record, they talk a lot about abuse they talk a lot about everything from drug abuse, uh, violence in the home, mental abuse. They talk about fighting through demons. They talk about how the youth of that generation is going downhill. And they talk about that in the song Tightrope. A lot of the things they mention, especially in the song Tightrope, which is the hidden bonus track on the on the album, is very relevant to today. Like it's almost like hits the nail on the head. I mean, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I do agree with that in terms of saying how uh, before speaking to society and, let's say, those inner demons. And I did catch a little of that. Yeah. Well, And if you read the lyrics, you go, you know, this, this is very true on a separate note. yep. There's a movie out there. It, it makes me think about this. It, it's somewhat related. Idiocracy. Yes. Right? And so if you have not seen that movie, not at all related to this. <laughs> no. But, but in terms of when it came out, you go, what the heck is this? But every year we get closer and closer to that, and I I see that with this album. I can definitely relate, saying, "Okay, yeah, yeah, that's this is where we're going." And they called, whether they called it or they were just bringing to light things that have always been out there, and in the homes, and now it's somebody actually making it apparent. And so, as I said, I want it to be more poetic. Yeah, it's not, let's say, as poetic. It is, but maybe it's much more straightforward. But maybe that's not a bad thing in terms of those. Thoughts that you said,
0: and that's one of the things that I absolutely love about this record is it has held up, like emotionally, mentally, whatever, through the years. And that brings me to my number one pick, which is also binge, because of the fact that it it it, it talks about going being an alcoholic, going through alcoholism, going through the mental issues that someone might have dealing with that. But then you listen to the chorus, and. And I think the thing that is missed in a lot of these songs is that a lot of these, even though they sound hard, they sound direct and and angry. There is a lot of anger behind it, but a lot of these songs have a positive reaction. You need to fix this. You need to better yourself. You need to overcome this demon. And that's one of the things that I love about this record. Yes, it is hard. It is angry. It is to the point sometimes a little too to the point. As you're saying, you're 100% correct with that. But it also, at times, has a message. And I really appreciate that. That's why I love the chorus of Binge.
1: Yeah, I think maybe that's uh, going back to Smashing Pumpkins, how they messed me up in terms of their song titles and alt-rock in general. The The titles don't necessarily get mentioned in yeah. the song and it's somewhat related or loosely but sometimes when it is somewhat related you go oh that's pretty cool yep. How, so like this i'm thinking binge it would have been great if it just wasn't called binge correct binge, excuse me it would be called it's
0: something else
1: anything C- else really. cup i don't know Cup. there you go
0: just something loose or, or
1: something bottle or whatever
0: yeah um but there's so many songs on this uh revenge is a great song i love blood brothers I love never enough, ah, oh, man, snakes is great. I mean, you want to talk about songs that give empowerment. There's, there's uh, songs that talk about like the abuse that was done to this female and this female overcoming it in, in, not necessarily getting the revenge back, but like facing the fears, facing the demons and stuff. And that's what I love about this record is it, it does have empowerment behind it. And I do believe that it is intentional. I think uh, Jacoby Shaddix and the rest of the Papa Roach, with how they grew up and where they grew up, had to overcome certain things. Now, that also leads me to the one song that I think is the worst on this record, which is actually Broken Home. And the, and the reason why I have chosen this song is exactly what you mentioned before about how like the lyric was not poetic enough. This is very much like my mom's going through a divorce, my dad's going through a divorce i don't I don't know who to pick, you know, yeah, I get it that stuff's awful. life happens, it's awful, but how can you? How can you actually put that into something more positive? I don't feel like this song actually brings the positivity out of it, where the rest of the album does, which is why I picked that one. And it was actually a hit song for them. Um, And and it surprised me because I actually really enjoy Between Angels and Insects. And I think that was also a single. That should have been a bigger song than Broken Home. And I,
1: I would pick Between Angels and Insects any day over Broken Home. And maybe that's more of a musical choice, right? Broken Home kind of has a cool guitar thing and has a little riff to it that if there's a melody to it you know maybe people are listening to that and maybe Correct. not as much of the lyrics and then maybe that's why I was and I can more totally popular. see that
0: but I do have a little story about this okay so this this album came out at a pivotal moment in my life you know the early 2000s. I'm in high school, I think you, were you in high school? Yeah, you were in high school in 2000, uh, right? I think I had just started. Just yeah. started, yeah. So <laughs> this was like, you know, where you're still trying to figure yourself out, figure out your your friends and stuff. This was the last, like, new metal album I really ever bought, unless you count stuff from Deftones, which I, I technically don't. I think Deftones is their own genre.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would, Yeah, because I would actually listen to that. Exactly. Now,
0: <laughs> good to know. Um, that being said, this was, you know, for me, that's why I call it like the pinnacle. This was my turning of, from one genre of music to the next. And I went out on a bang with this one. I saw these guys live and I will tell you right now, during that time, year 2000, these guys put on an amazing live performance. They had the crowd going into every song, Jacoby Shattuck's Great front man, really invested in the music, in the band, and in the audience. Very thankful for the audience. And the the highlight of it all was actually the song Dead Cell. Because you know, he would get into the you know the chorus, he would he he would do a little practice before they would play the song. He's like, When I say one, two, y'all are gonna chant the Dead Cell part, you know, blah blah blah. And then when the song cuts in, I mean, it all builds up. And he screams into the microphone, one, two. And the whole crowd, I mean, every Papa Roach fans, people that hate Papa Roach, people that were throwing things at them before are now all chanting the exact same two words, dead cell in this beautiful unison that just brought everybody together. They took a hostile crowd in Atlanta and made them love the band. And I was one of those kids. I was like, yes, it was amazing. If you can ever come across any live footage of them playing Dead Cell from that early era, phenomenal. And I, I, you know, as much as I don't go to this album much anymore, I'm glad it's a part of my history. I'm glad it's a part of my progression in music, and I'm thankful for it. And I hope other people are too.
1: Yeah, let us know what you think. Is does it stand the test of time now being over twenty years old? Uh, do you think it sounds really good, polished? Is it more than just a great sounding album in terms of you know, how it was recorded. Do you like the songs? Do they stand over the test of time? Maybe do they mean something even more now in terms of mental health and things like that than maybe 20 years ago? Totally. I and mean, please give us a look up at
0: albumargument.com. You can find us there. You can find our socials there. And you can share this information with us on our socials. And also check out Jeremy's Spotify playlist.
1: Yes. And uh, again, Ryan, thank you for still you know giving me this album, even if it wasn't my cup of coffee. <laughs> or tea, I I, I cup do. Of I will say, you know, maybe it will stay liked in terms of uh, maybe on a streaming service. So I use Spotify. I just think it's the the easiest one to use. I don't know. I tried Apple Music, things like that, but I just like Spotify. It might not sound as good as the other ones, but anyways, I might keep it favorited just for for quality. I, I will listen to this and say, wow, I can hear everything. I need to make sure my recordings sound as good as that. So I do and appreciate that's, that.
0: That's a huge compliment. <laughs> And to them, to the band, everything. Please support the band. Please download their music. Please yes, give please. them a listen to. Uh, even though this album did sell 3 million copies and not as much as uh, as we talked about before with Thriller or 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 the last episode with More Morissette and Jagged Little Pill. Not as much as those, but still, this band needs your support. And please look them up.
1: Yeah, and last resort, just for, for reference on Spotify, as of right now, it has 827 million plus listens. I mean, that's still quite a few that's a lot of listens
0: <laughs> and, you know and i like that song i do i do like that song but i feel like it's overplayed like whenever you hear papa roach on the radio that's the song they're playing and i'm like there's so many better songs on this album
1: true yeah so yes please check it out on apple music uh spotify amazon wherever you get your music please pay for the music so it's high quality as much as possible and then, uh, yeah, check us out on any of the podcast services. If you're ever looking into a new podcast service, a new one out there is Good Pods. Good Pods. That's a cool one. It's kind of like a social media for podcasts. And um, kind of share things there or wherever you listen. So we're, we're everywhere. So please let us know and uh, look forward to bringing you more podcasts soon. Sweet. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Until next time,
0: deuces. We are out.